Welcome to A Thousand and One Good Nights, a podcast about the stories behind bedtime stories. Follow along with two new dads, one a psychologist and one a book editor, as they explore the nighttime ritual of their foreseeable future. Hey, Ben. Hey, Nick. We're lucky to have a special guest who's a real bedtime expert, Andrea De La Torre, founder of Baby Sleep Answers. Uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, I love I love being on podcasts, so thanks for having me. We're excited, and we're going to um, jump right in here. How did you end up as a sleep consultant? Yeah, so I was... Um, I had just, I was on my six months postpartum with my baby and he was not sleeping. And I actually had just decided not to go back to teaching. I just decided to be full-time mom, but I was also really bored. And so I was just so focused on his sleep and he wasn't sleeping and I couldn't figure it out. And so I Googled like sleep consultants and I found some that were like $800. (laughs) Um, And that was a lot (laughs) for us. So I didn't want to pay that. But I mean, we weren't sleeping and I had really bad postpartum anxiety and I was just a miserable wreck. So I figured like, well, if someone else is doing that, I can do that. And so I said, I'm going to figure out everything I can to get my baby to sleep. And so I got certified. (laughs) Um, And then I, you know, fixed all my baby's problems after a while. We figured out there was like underlying medical issues that we wouldn't have found out otherwise. And then after a while, I was like, well, now I have the certification. I'm going to be home. Might as well help other moms. And so I reached out to more moms and a lot of moms needed help. And so I started to help them, start asking for reviews. And then I just kind of, it just eventually, it just blew up into a huge business. And it's just what I do now. My husband actually just quit his teaching job to help me run the business. Um, and so it's pretty crazy. It's just all been, I don't know, I call it pretty providential. I feel like God's involved in all in a lot of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely been super successful. Um, and I, like we want to take advantage of some of that expertise. We, we at a very amateur level talk about bedtime stories, but I realize that we get caught up in the plots of bedtime stories, like the very hungry caterpillar, but we have never really spent much time talking about whether the ritual of bedtime reading actually does help kids sleep. So is that something that you, you might know, might know the answer to, or is, is that a helpful thing? Oh, yeah. I mean, a bedtime routine essentially is just something that signals to baby or toddler or kid or even us, really, that it's time to shut down our body so that we can fall asleep. And, you know, when our bodies get those signals with the darker environment and quieter noises, we start to create melatonin, which is, you know, the sleep hormone. Um, And a book is a really great thing to have in place in the routine because it combines everything you need of a routine. And what do you need in a routine? You need something consistent. You need something that's loving, something that's engaging, but is not going to overstimulate you and something that you can tie to and have that feeling of like, oh, okay, this means it's the end of the day. So a book is just kind of the perfect fit in there. Um, Obviously, if your kid doesn't like books or enjoy books, (laughs) it is not a good thing to have there. But it's always good. I was talking to a reading specialist and she said, you know, even if they don't enjoy the reading, you can play with the book and make good memories with books so that they can have that from the beginning and then be part of the routine once they're more accustomed to it. Very cool. Some good tips. Um, can you recommend for us an especially underrated children's book that you guys have in your household and anything that you you guys really love that you feel like maybe your average person hasn't heard of or, or should have heard of? 
Sure. I actually, I, we don't like to spend money on a lot of things, but we love spending money on books. So we have a ton of kids books. And then obviously me and my husband are, we're both teachers. So we have a ton, a ton of books. Um, but honestly, I mean, I have a few titles I'll mention as well, but we try to get books that the kids are really interested in. You know, like I actually don't enjoy like <laughs> brown bear, brown bear, because I hate repetition, but we think like, okay, he's really into cars. Like, let's get him a book about cars and let's get him a book that learns about the car parts, but also kind of makes the cars be little people that are <laughs> talking around. Um, so I think this, it's going to sound like a cop-out answer, but you really have to focus on what the kid wants. Because a lot of times I think we have our favorites, you know, like, I love you, that one, what's it called? The one that's like that singy song, you're my baby, you'll be, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's like, wherever I love you, like, my love will find you, or... Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we forget that it really has to be about the child getting to know reading and getting to know like that experience of loving a book. And so I always recommend parents to, you know, get an age appropriate book, something that's not going <laughs> to confuse them, but also something the kid is really interested in so that all of the bedtime routine can be a really positive experience. And so having said that, my first boy was really, really into cars and also really into like big and small for some reasons. And so we found this book called The Little Excavator. Um and it's a really, really cute book. I don't know if you guys have seen it at all. We know uh, we don't, but my my son is also really into cars, so that that definitely sounds like something that would get a lot of love at our house. Yeah, and it's really cute because it talks about like how he wants to help all the bigger trucks, but he's really little, so he can't. And then at the end of the book, sorry to ruin it, um, there's like one special task that he can only do because he's little. And it really we like incorporated into our day to day a lot. And he would say like, oh, that's just right for me, mama. You know, like it was it, I love using literature throughout the day as well. So that that was our favorite for a long time. Well, perfect. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely add that to the list. Well, that's a, a book you like. But uh, Nick and I also like to talk about books that kind of drive us nuts. One that's been driving us nuts recently is the Pokey Little Puppy. Are there any is there anything from children's literature that kind of drives you bonkers? You mentioned brown bear. Is there is there anything else that kind of gets under your skin or you just find outright odd? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I know this is going to be awkward, but I do not like Good Night Moon. That's great. Books like that, they just like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit just kind of on the go always and so a book that's so slow I know it's perfect for its purpose which is to you know quiet down a kid uh calm down but I just uh I can't take it it's like why is that bunny on the bed and why is there mush in the room and yeah no those are all good questions (laughs) um that that being said (laughs) even though this is the book that you identified as the one that most drives you bonkers how do you feel about still closing us out with uh, the 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 closing lines of, of good night moon can, can you can you stomach it just 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 for this repetition yes and i definitely stomached it for my kid he has a little bunny from the book that he's just obsessed with so i'll, I'll do it <laughs> uh, well, we, we know it's a sacrifice so we, we appreciate it <laughs> um wait right now <laughs> yeah, no, no go for it go for it <laughs> all right let me get my kindergarten teacher voice on Good night, nobody. Good night, mush. And good night to the old lady, whispering hush. Good night, stars. Good night, air. Good night, noises everywhere. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, 
check out our other content at 1001goodnights.com and help us out by rating the show on iTunes.